2: For the cheeseheads who want it fresh, and the ones who think Lambeau is a cathedral. This is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney.
1: I mean, I think it's really easy for these guys to say the right thing. So you're always waiting, Mm -hmm. of course, for the application of it. Talking about, like, we're going to adjust mid-game and, you know, even, you know, on the same drive if we have to like some situations are going to call like he plays like cover one and he's like there's a lot of situations in the NFL where that is not possible so you have to shade different looks you know like everybody can say the right things he can preach like you know the fundamentals of tackling and you believe it it sounds good I am obviously invested in what he has to say I think he's saying the right things and I think he fully can deliver I have no reason to think that he can't but there is you know a point where it's like okay we've kind of seen it through a little bit of what we've seen from him in the college game and the way that players speak so highly of him but how he actually comes in and does it I think is where Mm -hmm. now fans are like okay you're saying like everything sounds great sounds awesome now let's like see it with these guys on defense yeah I mean that's
2: I mean that's the whole thing right is that we're we're dissecting old film and looking at interviews but it's going to be all about like how they come in in preseason and training camp and like what we actually see on the field I mean I'm excited to see what he does to your point Dusty when to talent like Mm -hmm. what he does with the talent because we have talked ad nauseum. I think about like on paper this Packers defense has all of these like chess pieces and loves to draft these like super athletic freaky you know players and like to Dusty to your example you just gave I mean you put in a Quay Walker in that situation. Right. Mm -hmm. And he has the speed to run. Right. And it's, can you coach a guy up to be able to execute on that when he has the athletic ability to do that? If you can get a guy like Jeff in to do that and bring that level of like talent ability out of your players, then like, wow, we, okay. Like, let's go, like, let's get running here. Like, that's amazing. I mean, he has some amazing pieces to work with all this defense that I think we've been waiting to kind of watch it all come together. Um, I mean, between like Jair, <laughs> obviously, um, to Rashawn Gary being kind of your two cornerstone, more veteran players that you can kind of base. I, I imagine like it. I mean, I'm not a defensive coordinator, but if I was, I would say like, okay, who am I? Who am I building around on that side of the ball? And it's, it's those two guys really. And maybe you throw in Quay, but he's not quite, he still needs a level of like development. If you want someone at like all three levels, it's like, it's those two. And then you have some guys who still need a level of like development, obviously in like LVN and Quay and probably Stokes, because who knows what he's going to look like coming back from injury and Carrington Valentine and I'm probably blanking on a number of other Devonta Wyatt, even like a TJ Slayton who looked really good this year, but like is like a certain type. There's like so much talent there. Um, they're gonna need to totally revamp the safety position. I think that's like a conversation for another day because if he wants to play cover one, I don't know what the heck they're gonna do <laughs> with the safety position right now, but um but he has my point being like these pieces that I'm really excited to see what he does with because everything that he's preaching is the total opposite of what we have seen yeah. and we have always said like the pieces on defense just don't seem like they fit in the scheme that we're yeah. watching right we have corners that feel like they're really sit. and and we don't I don't even like need to see like press man 24/7 that that's not going to work in the yeah. NFL mm-hmm. but our corners are built to be aggressive, whatever that aggression looks like, right? We have now built a, the Packers have built a front to rush the passer in a number of different capacities. Like he has, I've listened to a bunch of interviews with him where he really likes like different six man pressure fronts. Mm -hmm. And it's like, they have the personnel to do really different creative things with that. And so I imagine for him, it must be really exciting to get into a building where he has so much like moldable clay to do and fit what he wants to do, whether it translates well in the field or not. I mean, TBD.
0: Yeah. I'm on the corners. I'm yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see how they go. I mean, you mentioned the press man thing. Like yeah, they can't do that all the time as much as they want to, but even at BC, like they weren't press manning because they, they didn't have the dudes for it, mm-hmm. but they were playing, five to seven yards off, flat-footed. And when, and when the snap came, I mean, they're either flat-footed or they're playing downhill. It wasn't turn your hips and retreat. And, let, like, they were even playing off, they were attacking, which, like, knowing Jair, knowing Carrington Valentine, like, that's what those dudes want to do whether you're pressing or not those dudes want to play downhill so i'm, ex- I'm excited about that i'm excited about um there's been like the whole like 3-4 four versus 4-3 four, where half likes to play 4-3 i think gutta said send impressor it's they're basically playing four two five, which yeah. is true but regardless like the way the packers have built that edge room they built those guys to be pocket crushers anyway they don't have bendy edges they don't like that anyway so like preston lvn and gary are all speed to power crush the pocket like those are even if you want to say four or three, those are kind of like your old school four three DNs anyways. Like it's not, you don't even have to switch anything. Like you've got the personnel because you've kind of built it this way anyway. I'm, I'm, I'm hyped about Quay as a blitzer. because he's a lot of six man pressure stuff that I don't, what I'll say is I don't think he is because um, he came from uh Petton, but he, he coached on a I don't think he's nearly as creative a blitzer as Petton, from what I've seen, but he's, effective like it's not a whole bunch of crazy stuff but he blitzes at good times and the stuff he runs is is good and solid and he'll send good guys on it so i'm i'm excited to see whatever blitz package he's gonna throw out there especially with him because we've seen I, I i've got seared in my brain dude the the what the rep was that against dallas where quay like just sidestep the the running back trying to pick him up with a hole like you can't teach that stuff like that's just get quay rushing the passer by whatever means necessary through the b gap like just Please, please. And I think I think you'll do that. I'm very excited about that.
1: Yeah, I'm glad you both mentioned the six man pressures, because I think that's one of the things that's like so intriguing about this. We had talked about like the versatility that Quay has had since he was drafted, right, that he can line up closer to the line that he can drop back. I think it was his rookie season where he stonewalled Justin Fields. And we were like any other inside linebacker. That's a touchdown. And for Quay, he was athletic enough to make the play. And one of the things I think it was Ben Fennell, who does fantastic film work, obviously, as well mentioned his use of uh, nickel pressures which I know Keyshawn Nixon's a free agent and we probably you know you probably don't want him to be like your every down nickel corner but I think that he's like ideal for some of these nickel pressures if that's something that Halfley likes to run and to your point Dusty yeah, like you've got so many guys that are so physical and all they want to do is attack the ball and I think it gives them a lot of options too here now in the draft to take some more like versatile like tweener inside linebacker safeties. There's actually some really good names in free agency that we'll get to I'm sure later in the offseason, but lots of options for the Packers as they kind of revamp that like that, that last five
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm. I'm the safety thing. I'm because you need a couple different kinds of safeties. I'm. I was talking myself into maybe Savage. Like, is that roaming guy? Because he says like the skill sets kind of for that, but we've never actually seen him do that well. So I'm talking to myself into Savage. Like, no, they need. They need a. They need a center fielder over, and they don't. They don't have like that's the biggest. Like, regardless of anything else, like. They need that, and like you said, they need someone who can rotate down, pick up the run, cover a tight end up the seam. Like they need, they need someone. I mean, really, honestly, like what Brian Branch was uh, last year with Detroit. Like if they had a dude like that, like he'd be absolutely perfect for this.
2: What's the safety class look like? This stretch.
1: I think it was Andy. Somebody said that Daniel Jeremiah doesn't have any safeties in his top fifty. So nice.
2: I mean, <laughs> who said in his presser not? too many days ago that like they feel like they have the money and the capital Mm -hmm. to make moves in free agency and there are a number of um there are a number of safeties up for free agency I mean they have like the pick of the litter I think and it was actually speaking of Ben Fennell Maggie um Ben Fennell I think who said you know they're not getting paid like they used to anymore so because I think the payouts have not really been living off.
0: Jesse Bates got the bag last year, but I think Falcons were like bidding against themselves. Think of like Chauncey Gardner Johnson, who like was a good player. And he got what, like three and a half per year. Like it wasn't, wasn't much.
2: So I really think, I think like there are names out there that the Packers could go for and, and fans might be like, no, they're going to be too expensive. I don't know if they actually, now that I'm hearing where the Mm -hmm. market is at in terms of viewing safeties, I actually think they might be in the running for some of the bigger names, um, which is pretty exciting because they for sure, I mean, they needed one. We knew this before this season. We knew it mid-season. We know it now. And I think especially now bringing this new defensive coordinator in and hearing everything he's been saying about the scheme, it's going to be like even more vital Um, because look, if he plays more aggressive, amazing. We're so sick of watching the dink and dunk and the playing soft and all that, that opens you up for what, right? The potential to give up a, a big play. Now, granted, the Packers were giving up the big play anyway, so <laughs> it doesn't matter. But, you know, if that's the case, like you need a reliable trusted safety on the back end and they don't have that right now.